0: Are you looking for inspiration and words of wisdom so you can go out and launch your own business? This is the Lost and Founded podcast, bringing you raw and relatable stories of successful entrepreneurs, committed startups, and personal experiences that are here to inspire, inform, and influence. My name is Amanda. And I'm Claire. And in today's episode, we'll be speaking to a change maker discovering a niche market of students in the UK with a passion for luxury living. Making her vision come to life straight after university, our guest today shares her experience working with luxury brands. She now has plans to relaunch as the luxury student magazine, leading interviews with industry leaders, upcoming designers, TV personalities, and a range of creatives. Also offering the opportunity for students and grads to write for the luxury Student online magazine. So, without further ado, we'd love to introduce Eileen Galani.
1: Hello, everyone! It's so lovely to be on this podcast, and uh, yeah, I'm just happy to to tell you everything, basically.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And I think just to kick things off, like I think it's fair to say that most companies wouldn't usually pair the words luxury and student together. In fact, it's probably like the complete opposite. I mean, student marketing often refers to like being on a budget. So why did you sort of create the need for the luxury student?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone at the time when I launched this about six, seven years ago, they thought, oh, that's a bit odd. But I started this when I was a student and it was originally a blog and I was a student who just loved luxury. So I loved anything about it from, you know, hospitality, you know, from restaurants to obviously luxury brands, fashion, anything kind of luxury lifestyle related. I really, really loved and, and I loved to know what was the upcoming trends. And so for me, it was a blog sharing my love of luxury. And so for me, it was this not necessarily, you know, an issue, but it just was funny for me to see that, say, you know, 10 years ago, when you would go into a luxury brand store, you kind of needed to go in with your parents. I don't know whether you guys experienced that but yeah. it was this thing where you kind of needed to take your mom and dad with you to look at a cute handbag or a pair of shoes or whatever but now it's like completely the opposite and I think with the luxury student I was able to uh, break the ice a little bit between the students and you know these luxury brands and the need was for the luxury industry to take millennials and Gen Zs seriously and I I really do believe that you know both sort of generations are really powerful loyal customers for them so when you look now at Gucci and when you look at other brands they have these like young influencers now you know social media is taking over now and doing so well and now it's completely the opposite where it just kind of reminds me of the big top shop in Oxford Circus when you walk in and you've got that long bench and you've got the unfortunate parents that sit there yeah. waiting for you to finish shopping is yeah. kind of it's kind of like that now but with luxury brands <laughs> is that these luxury brands are not really that interested in the parents they are interested in in you guys in in the millennials and the gen z's you know so this is a really exciting time for, for luxury brands because they're tapping into a market that you know are able not only are they working whether they're working part-time while they're studying or whether they're just going full full working. And then they're saving, but they're also spending money slightly differently. So so yeah, so from, from a blog to going into sort of a membership concierge style a platform, and then now relaunching
2: launching as an online magazine. It's just, it's such an exciting time for me. It really is. So exciting. It sounds like you're doing so, so much. And that's incredible that you kind of saw that gap and that niche that was needed. Um, so in terms of the luxury student, you mentioned that you started off as a blog. So I would say that it's quite hard to actually identify yourself in a specific industry. How would you actually define yourself in what industry you're in? And has this actually changed over time at all? I... I mean, overall, I'm also in the luxury industry,
1: but there's obviously a marketing element to it, you know, and brands will approach me because they want to approach my luxury audience. But again, I am lucky enough that I'm able to work around the trends and to understand what the students want. And now I'm, you know, in the process of interviewing industry leaders and, you know, from luxury brand to all different types of industries and even interviewing people in TV and in film and in music. So it's really opened up so many doors. And I think that's the beauty with Luxury Student is that it's catering to what the students need right now. And of course with the pandemic everyone has been online. So this has been a time for me to really reflect and to
0: yeah to, to relaunch into um the luxury student online magazine. I really love that. And I think that's so powerful. I mean, the fact that you've mentioned working with and collaborating with these big brands—I can only imagine that was quite scary to begin with, <laughs> to, to say the least. Especially because they have such high, honestly, like such high reputations. And you know, it's kind of like who—who who am I in this big world of luxury brands? But I'm so glad that you—you you found your feet and managed to actually bring about the luxury student. So I well, guess one
1: hundred percent, yeah. Because I, didn't, you know, I started luxury student, but there was nothing like it before. So, you know, knocking on the doors of, of all these luxury brands, when I say knocking on the doors, I mean, emailing. <laughs> um, and, you know, and so they didn't know who I was, you know, these, you know, and it was really hard to convince, you know, them to to be like, hey, you really need to take this, you know, this generation of students seriously, you need to take all students seriously. And, you know, and it was really uh, challenging,
0: but but it was like an exciting stress. That's the only way that I can describe it. I love that. So I guess even that I mean this exciting stress and kind of the the realm of doing something that you've never done before and meeting new people so how do you think that you know you've used the value of networking and collaborations and meeting new people to actually advance your business because I think sometimes we do meet these people and but we don't actually know what to do with these contacts so how do you feel like you've used this to actually advance your business I love networking I'm like a networking queen
1: I enjoy it so much but I think I have to thank Oxford Brooks for that because I I studied international hospitality management at Oxford Brooks and one of our lectures um, or a lot of the events was based around how to network and at the time you know this is nearly you know yeah 10 years ago I was like oh this is so like weird so dry like why do I need to learn how to network like what is networking anyways like I don't even need it and now I'm like oh thank god they taught us how to you know um, network and to you know build that confidence so I have to thank Oxford Brooks for that. And yeah, I absolutely love networking because for me, I just define it as socializing and I think you know we shouldn't try to be intimidated by it because all it is is you meeting people and getting to know them and maybe exchanging LinkedIn or emails or number you know that's it really and, and and you've got to try to make it fun I think we've also got this like tendency to think that you know if we are in one industry we have to only network in that industry but that's so not the case you should network in all different industries as you know and the amount i've i've networked that are completely random but now they've moved in an industry where actually they're really useful and now they're helping me out so anyone that i've networked and i've even made friends with as well they've been so supportive you know collectively i've got the most random people in my sort of networking bubble you know from sort of, you know sports players to just serial entrepreneurs to investors to you know students even you know, I've I've got literally from even TV personalities out there. I've got you know so many people that I've networked with that I've had such a lovely relationship with now. And if I ever needed any you know business advice, then I I go to I go to all of them now. So yeah, networking is really really important. And sometimes not knowing um, who they are is also a blessing. You know, I've had so many embarrassing situations where I've gone into you know you know an opening of a luxury store. Or just generally like a networking event. And I've like asked them, oh, like, you know, again, be having this networking mode, I say, you know, to you know, break the ice between between us, you know, what do you do or what industry are you in? Um, and then they'll like look at me really like humble and they'll say, Oh, I'm in the sports industry, or like I'm in the music industry. And I'll be like, Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) And I'll be so like, you know, not patronizing, but I just, you know, you just don't know. Sometimes when you go to these events, you' You see them online but when you actually see them in person sometimes it just doesn't really click yeah. so then it's not until like the day after when I see that impress that you know oh my gosh I actually spoke to like a really famous footballer <laughs> or I spoke to like a really famous like <laughs> musician or whatever so yeah it's it's been I've had those moments as well but sometimes not knowing who you're speaking to you're able to just be yourself and you're able to just be natural and they completely embrace it as well. So so yeah, networking is something that I think everyone needs to do and because it's beneficial on both sides as well. So it will really take you far, even whether it's networking through LinkedIn. I mean, I get so many people requesting to connect with me and they don't really know me. I don't really know them, but I really appreciate and I admire that they want to build their LinkedIn connections. And I think that's really great, even through sending you a DM DM on on Instagram you know I have these really you know networking individuals who will slide in my DMs <laughs> to connect <laughs> with me but yes it's literally it's so, it's really good it's really it's an ambitious way of connecting with with everyone so so yeah networking is super important.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's really nice to know that you're networking with people that you don't know that are famous almost because you are right, you become more natural and you don't have that sort of nervous jitters talking to them if you know they're famous or you know that they have X amount of followers or whatever. Um, So I definitely agree with the fact of the power of networking for sure. (laughs) Totally, totally. So you've mentioned a lot about networking and how important it is. Do you sort of run events for the luxury students, for like members that have have actually taken part and paid for your membership Um, and how important do you think it has been for these people that have taken part in your social events to actually network with the people partaking and also networking with the exclusive brands that you have organized?
1: Yeah, I, you know, obviously I will speak on with this as a sort of um, Mm pre-pandemic situation where um, before the pandemic happened, we did host, you know, luxury student events with brands and some Thing that I could always see was that these individuals who would come to my events, yes, it was about seeing a new collection or even purchasing a couple of things here and there, but actually they wanted to meet the manager of the store, the VIP client manager of the store, the marketing manager, because for them it was a lot about networking with the people in the industry. That was something that I hadn't even realized, you know, that was so important for them. You don't realize things until you're actually in the situation. Because I originally started this luxury student, again, it was more about um, product, really more about the networking element. But then I realized actually it is a lot about the networking and actually um, these individuals, you know, they're thinking of their career, you know, and that's really, really cool that they want to connect with these individuals because the amount of times they would come in and be like, oh, I'd really like to have, you know, they would go and they would approach the people working for these luxury brands so that they could connect on LinkedIn. And I just thought that's such an interesting behavior that I hadn't even put down on my business plan. You know what I mean? I hadn't even considered that element of it. So it got to a point where, shortly before the pandemic, I actually kind of was narrowing it even more into less about product as such, which obviously is important and it's exciting. But there's also an element where students can also network with the team of these luxury brands because that's what they value more. So so this was a really interesting aspect and it's something that I definitely want to push even more now with a new platform that I'm launching.
0: I think that is absolutely amazing, um, and I think the fact that you kind of almost pivoted your business based on the need for the student this it's ever changing. And I think something that our listeners would definitely benefit from is knowing that a business will never always be the same as I guess where it, where it started to where it's going. I think that's the beauty of starting your own business is that you have no idea where it's going. <laughs> so I think that's really great. And completely, um, yeah, absolutely. It
1: sounds a little bit silly for me to say you can make your business plan as detailed as possible and do all the research that you can but you won't know if it's going to work or if it's not going to work until you are actually doing it until you are actually meeting the customers and you've had a couple of years in your business so yeah absolutely it's been a lot of I would say a lot of learning curves but again good learning curves <laughs>
0: So admirable. And even just on that topic, I mean, from when you started the luxury student, what did you actually sort of like envision it to look like? And obviously compared to where it is right now, do they sort of cohesion between the two or is it completely different?
1: You know honestly someone said to me in the early days of when I was doing it as a blog of yeah you should turn it into a business and I was like yeah definitely love the energy what do I turn it into like what <laughs> like <laughs> you know and a few years down the line I was really still trying to figure out because I was going into freshers week and you know freshers fair and I was sat there with my cute little stall and I had all my little you know, leaflets and things like that and you know I was really offering certain things that I had Um, already on platform. But then, you know, you, you learn from each customer and even throughout the time where... I was doing these member events and I was working with luxury brands to offer them discounts or certain exclusive offers, I would get a number of students wanting to have masterclasses on how to run businesses, how to start businesses. And I thought that was such an interesting request. And I thought, oh, that's really brilliant. Let's let me figure out how I can provide the service. And then they said, all of them, they said, Eileen, could you run this masterclass? Because we want to learn from you because you were a student when you started it we want to learn like what you went through and how you managed to do it and what you've learned and all the tips and things like that so I was you know offering sessions for these these individuals and we were you know really starting from scratch because they had a vision they had an idea and they said I really want to bounce ideas with you and we would have hours and hours you know different sessions of different parts you know from branding to marketing to this and that and it was just really really fun so for me I've I've done it little bit of everything on this platform. And it's been such a blessing because I've listened to my audience. I've listened to my customer, my database. And and that's why I try to make sure that my audience, they're happy. So it's been really interesting that started as a blog and then it went into a membership that I thought was just going to be about products and discounts. And then I learned that they didn't, no one really wants to have discounts. It's more about networking and it's more about entrepreneurship and, how to start their own luxury brand so it's been really yeah
2: I are literally the mentor you know. for them really you're just evolving yeah. be, like between all the different sort of situations that you've dealt with which is absolutely incredible
1: 100% it's about
2: adapting i think it's about adapting to to what your
1: audience wants and 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 that is, and that is literally what's happened is that i've been learning from them and and it's been brilliant and yeah there is definitely an element of mentoring and it's something that i love to do And even if it's not during a masterclass, I'll still try to mentor as many people as I can because I love it. I I mean, I love talking. So, you know, give me give me one individual that will listen to me for hours (laughs) and yeah old (laughs) you know so so
2: yeah it's been really lovely to just see how luxury student has developed over time that's incredible to hear actually you've mentioned a lot about evolving and kind of developing your sort of business strategy according to your audience has there been any sort of major challenges between evolving differently throughout time 100% I mean the very beginning
1: I started this as a student and shortly then I became a graduate but I had no clue what I was doing I was very naive Um, I had you know I didn't know really how to start a business I didn't know how to find a web developer how to even run a membership or even how to pitch to clients even trying to work with luxury brands as I mentioned before it's like how do you actually work with luxury brands like what do you even even say, hey, this is Eileen from Luxury Student, come work with me. You know, you just don't know, like, how yeah. how many emails do you have to keep going back and forth to, to finally get to, to a, a destination. Um, and again, it was this thing of I didn't know how to negotiate either. You know, is, you know, we kind of go from this sort of beginning to end. But there's so much negotiation involved, you know, in between. Um, And to be honest, the only type of negotiation experience I had during uni was maybe like a tenancy agreement or something like that, you know, it wasn't anything, you know, remotely similar to what I had to do. So, so yeah, there was a lot of challenge of trying to, for people to, to kind of take me seriously as well. Um, And yes, I was, I was in an uncomfortable position to figure out what I want. And also, what do I actually need to make my business work? Um, but again, it got to the point where I thought, you know what, I really need to learn how to, you know, negotiate. So I went online and I did a negotiation course, you know, how to negotiate. It was an online course and I did it, it was a yeah, good, good few years ago now. And it was really, really cool. Like I actually, um, actually it wasn't an online course, I actually had to go into class. I went back to back to school to learn how to negotiate. And it was really really cool and then I started working with some PR agencies as well and they really helped me you know promote the brand uh, and that was really really helpful but you know it got to the point that I became so uncomfortable and so frustrated that I wasn't going far and no one was taking me seriously and emails were getting lost or they were going into their spam because it's a new you know email account it doesn't always you know sometimes it doesn't always pick up. And I was so frustrated by that. So I just decided one day that I'm going to go down Sloan Street. I'm going to go, which is um towards Knightsbridge. I'm going to go with my business cards and I'm going to go to each single store and I'm going to see what happens. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I just thought, you know what? I'm really tired of waiting and waiting and waiting. And I just want to be, you know, I want to make it. I want to be successful now. I want to have, you know, I want to have like, like wings, you know, as they say. So I went in and I said, my name is Eileen Galani and I run Luxury Student and I think you should partner with me because I have a lot of vital clients for you. And I went in there because I was so confident and I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this. So I said it and they were like, oh, yes, um, bear with me. Let me just go and get my VIP and actually get what you want. Then I literally did a copy and paste on every single store down that street. And I was there from, I think it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and I left at like seven o'clock in the evening. So I went to every single store and I said the same thing. I said, my name is Eileen Galani. I run luxurystudent.com. I cater for the luxury students internationally. Here is my card. And I did the same thing. And by the end of the evening,
2: I had about 30 odd business cards from all of the luxury brand stores. No need for your parents to come in with you anymore. No
0: need. No need. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way it sounded like well for me anyway I think the way I was kind of looking at it is like it's almost like you had a rehearsal and it was like you, you were like rehearsing for this performance you had to practice your rehearsal every single time at every single store until it actually just became a natural part of you like this confidence that you had adopted from like feeling like not so confident at the beginning but you thought actually I need to make this happen I'm just gonna literally practice at every single store that I go to and just it's gonna become a part of me and now it's actually a part of you which is incredible. Yeah, definitely. I like 100%, I went in there
1: like a completely different person because I realized that whatever I was doing before wasn't maybe working. So, I'm going to try this new version of Eileen who's going to go inside the store and she's going to be super confident. She's going to know exactly what it is that she wants. It's going to be short and sweet and I'm going to get that card and they're going to get my card and it really it did work. And then the following day, we were luxury brands. And I was finally reaching to my destination of collaborating with luxury brands. Now, all of them, well, nearly all of them said to me, "Eileen, it's so good that you came directly to us because sometimes emails and these types of opportunities gets lost up, you know, in the email world. And they said, it's so good that, you know, we've just met you now and we know who you are. And, you know, you've explained to us what luxury student is and, you know, you've got, you know the." website, the card and everything. And yeah, absolutely. We'd love to work with you in whatever capacity that it is. So yeah, it was really, really satisfying. It was really satisfying situation for me. And I definitely celebrated it after that 100%.
0: Absolutely. And I think something that I've um, kind of gotten from what you said so far, is almost just like having time to allow yourself to develop. And I think a few guests on the Lost and Found podcast have actually stressed the importance of investing into yourself. So what does that kind of look like for you? I would say investing in
1: yourself is more the element of making sure that you take yourself seriously. And, you know, I immediately, when I graduated, I printed out business cards for myself and I handed them out like, you know, like it, I don't, I don't know how to describe because I literally threw it in people's faces and it had my face on it. Cause I thought I, it's gonna have my face on my business card because I want people to remember Remember uh, who I am when I meet them. And, you know, it could have been a random person, you know, that I would meet in a coffee shop, but I would still hand out my business card because I thought, I mean, I, who knows who you are, really. Um, but when it comes to personal branding and investing in yourself, the one thing that I always used to say to people, and I still say it now, is that you should invest in, in your name even The point of buying domain yourself, like for example, I have, I bought my name, I bought EileenGalani.com, and people said, oh, well, why would you do that? You don't, it's not like you're running a business or anything. You don't really need it. And I said, look, it's not about what you need or what you might do. It's the fact that you are investing in yourself at the very beginning. You don't know who you will be, you know, who knows, you know, in 10, 20, 30 years, you're going to be this super, you know, successful, famous person, you know, (laughs) And, and that's the thing. I said, you don't know who you're going to be and you're going to be something. So you're going to be successful. So invest in yourself. And they said, oh, that's so cool. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. My name was 99P. I mean, yes, I was slightly offended. <laughs> there was literally no value in my name. But don't worry, right, hoping... there'll be extra
2: zeros added onto it soon.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I really, really hope so. Give it, give it a few years. <laughs> Maybe I'll sell it and make a profit who knows (laughs) but you know i do see a lot of these students now graduates now if you're really going the extra mile in terms of investing in themselves you know i see on linkedin people sharing their cv that they send to the brands that they are uh, applying for a job And, you know, I've seen someone, I've seen quite a few people who personalize their CV and it's, it's so cool. I mean, there is pretty little thing. I've seen people personalize their CV to pretty little thing and they've made it like branded and like pink and cute and colorful. And it's so nice. And I'm like, wow, that is, that is cool. And even with another person who personalized their CV for a Gymshark a job role and they put the logo at the top and they did like really quirky things on their CV and it was so cool and you know that's the type of uh, you know, investing that—that that we like to see. We like to see that you're already invested in the company that you wish to work for, even before you've even got the job. You know, that's what—that's what we want. That's what we look for. So, investing really is about your personal brand. You know, you've got to promote your personal brand as much as possible. So, yeah, it's—it's it's a really—it's um, a really interesting thing that a lot of these students are doing.
2: Yeah, I think so as well. In terms of, I know that you've spoken that you're starting your luxury student magazine as well. How else are you kind of celebrating all the success that you have achieved so far? difficult as an entrepreneur to celebrate success. I find it to, to celebrate because we're
1: constantly thinking about the obstacles or the potential obstacles that might come, you know, around the corner. Um, so it's really hard for me sometimes to just embrace the success and and just to enjoy the moment, because we're so wrapped up in trying to develop the brand or the business, or, you know, I think entrepreneurs are always thinking about this, you know, we need to expand, 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 you know? And sometimes it's like, well, no, just just chill, embrace, and just see how far you've come. And I think that's something that I really want to do. I want to celebrate it with my friends more. You know, even with this podcast episode, I'm gonna go and celebrate it with my friends and family I'm gonna I'm gonna literally like force everyone to listen to it but you know it's gonna be so much fun and I and I want to celebrate every single positive thing that happens in my life so yeah
0: I really uh trying hard to even yeah just enjoy the moment basically I love that I love that I know like recently a friend of mine was saying that she's now gonna book like a staycation at the end of every single month to celebrate a month of her successes so Mm -hmm. she has to literally just a random place in the UK and just go there stay there for a weekend and then come back that's how she's going to celebrate successes that is so cool if she could invite me that would be great and we would be both celebrating
1: <laughs> you know that would be like
0: double celebration that is such a good idea I love it um, well I think that's kind of all we have time for for today but if you had one piece of advice that you'd like to give to anyone starting a business what would it be
1: I had a quote that really res- resonates with me, and it's from Natalie Portman. And she said in an event, she said, your inexperience is an asset and will allow you to think in original, unconventional ways. Accept your lack of knowledge and use it as your asset. Just starting out, one of your biggest strengths is not knowing how things are supposed to be. And I think that really resonates with me because you'll either finish school or you'll finish university and you won't really know what to do, where to go, what career you know, to take. And I think it's really important to just embrace it and use it as a strength of not knowing. It's okay to not know. And people down the road will help you figure that out as well. So I think that's the most uh, you know, important quote for me that resonates a lot. And I hope that it allows everyone that kind of peace of mind as well, that it's okay to not know everything.
2: Yeah, and I think that's so true of a lot of people that try to plan everything and want to know what's happening tomorrow, but definitely chill and take it as it comes. So I think our listeners can definitely relate to that. And I'm sure you've inspired a lot of people today for being here. So thank you so much for your time and coming on to the Lost and Found podcast. Really enjoyed having you here. Thank you
1: so much. I'm so
2: honoured to
1: have been invited to speak in this podcast and it just has made my day. And yes, I'm going to be celebrating this afternoon so that's you'll what we like me, to hear yeah you'll see my your stories you know celebrating today <laughs> um, or
0: generally for the rest of the month even so yeah it's been lovely to speak this has been the lost and founded podcast if you liked this episode make sure to head over to instagram and let us know how you found it at lost and founded pod With new episodes being released every Thursday, you'll be ready to continue taking steps to bring your ideas to life. Wherever you listen to your podcast, be sure to follow and be notified about more inspiring stories and experiences. That's all for now. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.